The Show Me the Money on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and you guessed it, Virginia, from boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds. WinBet has what you, you right there listening to this need to win. Sign up today. Bet 100 bucks and get 100 bucks free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions do apply. Of course they do. We're also brought to you by our mini helmet contest. So cute. The Sports Gambling Podcast mini helmets are now in the store. We're giving one away for free. So just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com forward slash helmet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com forward slash helmet. And it never ends because and football bingo is back. You asked for it. You got it. This time for the NFL Christmas Day slate, free to play. And every bingo gets a $100 SGPN gift card exclusively on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network app. That's all I got for you right now. Guys, welcome to the show. This is the Show Me the Money. We're your guide to gambling on the movies. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Nick the Father Turner, and uh, the other two hosts are collectively known as the B.O. Boys, but individually, they like to introduce themselves. Yeah, I'm Pat the Hat Stango. I'm Clayton Speech Kings Gumbert. And guys, this is the show. We're already in it. I'm sorry there's not more enthusiasm. I'm psyched. I mean, listen... Listen, I just saw Avatar 2, Avatar Way of Water, just yesterday. Clayton mm. and I, the B.O. boys, went to see it. I saw it on Thursday night. You Okay, so that this has to be, this is not our movie high of the week. High frame rate. You saw high, high frame rate all the way through? Or yeah, certain parts right. in high. Okay. 3D, Nick? High frame rate. 3D, yep. IMAX, high frame rate. Yep. yep. So it's yeah. only high frame rate during specific parts of the movie because Cameron knew when it would look good and when it wouldn't. So he's, I mean, he's a technical master. What we're getting mm-hmm. to is, I mean, does this thing sweep the technical categories, right? Mm. Yeah. Well, all right. Mm. Let's. Why don't we start with a little news then since we're already talking Avatar Way of Water and the short list for some of the Oscar technical categories came out. So what that means are they narrow it down to 10 possible nominees. It's going to be narrowed down to five actual nominees out of, out of these, the short list, but this does give us a little look into what movies maybe have an upward or downward trajectory for the Oscars. And if you look at the visual effects category, 10 films were nominated. Uh, Quickly, I'll run through them. All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, Way of Water, Batman, Wakanda Forever, Doctor Strange, Fantastic Beasts, Jurassic World Dominion, Nope, 13 Lives, Top Gun Maverick. And guys, 13 Lives, yeah. Oh, good luck. Well, you know what? It's in that 10 and a movie that's not in there, something that we think is a big favorite to win Best Picture, at least a big contender. Everything Everywhere All at Once did not make the shortlist for VFX, and Avatar Way of Water did. Nick, you seem to think that's not a big deal. I don't think it's a big deal because it's not trying to have the most incredible visuals. It's a low-budget movie. Mm-hmm. Their, their stock and trade is not, uh, is not special effects. It's costume changes. 
It's makeup. It's real life, boots on the ground, mm-hmm. movie making. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I respect it. And I think a lot of the Academy members are going to respect it as well. Okay. Clayton, do you think that we could glean anything from this Oscar shortlist? Is is everything everywhere all at once uh, uh, in a little bit of a worse spot because it's not going to get a VFX and nom nom nom? Oh, I mean, of course, because I think if you are a movie that wants to be a best picture, you want to be nominated for as many Oscars as possible. And the fact that this is a multiverse movie where there are effects, I mean, we were talking before around the water cooler about Ex Machina. That was a small movie that had effects and it won. And I, you know, of course it wasn't going to win best picture, but I think this is bad for everything, everywhere, all at once that it's not nominated for this. That seemed to me like it would be a slam doink category for it. And it's not now it is shortlisted in best sound, which is good, mm-hmm. but that, what that visual effects thing, that is not good. Visual effects. Did you think should have been nominated? I'm sorry. What, Special effects in the movie, everything, everywhere, all at once. Did you like and thought should be nominated? It's not about what I like. What I'm saying here is that the the Academy was not nominated. What did you think they were trying to do that they failed at to not get a nomination? What What my question is, is why do you think not every almost zero movies that win best picture are nominated for best visual effects. You know, I don't I just don't understand why it's important. Well, when you see something like Maverick, which was all practical effects, I mean, that got nominated. That boosts its chances. You I mean, obviously Avatar Avatar the Way of Water, I think it's I mean, this if that doesn't win, I mean, this all is moot in the sense of like who's going to actually win because I think Avatar is almost a slam dunk, but All Quiet on the Western Front, I mean, that had effects in it that weren't necessarily like in your face for a movie where they cross dimensions they have hot dog Mm -hmm. fingers they turn into rocks those are all effects and if the academy wasn't uh, excited by those it makes you question if they're excited about the movie in general i'm just saying Mm -hmm. if we're saying from is it a plus or a minus it's a definite minus now is it ever gonna is it gonna really affect it i don't know but it's not a good sign or a neutral Mm -hmm. sign Mm mm-hmm I mean, they they had two multiverse movies that they could have picked in the effects category, and they went with Doctor Strange and not with Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm-hmm. So, and Dumbledore got nominated. Yeah, I mean, that's so the, I mean, I just I, I just can't believe that you're you're equating the two. Like, I can't. I think about those other movies, and I think that they're all about like putting their fingers out and like zoomies come out of their fingers. And then, like a, big they turn into hot dogs explodes. in that movie. Everywhere all at once, they yeah, turn. There's so many effects in that movie. Dog. It's not I'm a small, sure. quiet like everybody in one room. Like it's mm-hmm. not the whale. It's not like that. I mean, that's the thing. Is like it is an effects movie, and they didn't. Not there. It's not going to get nominated. So I think that's bad. It's a costume and makeup movie. Well, let's Did see. The shortlist get- come out for costumes and makeup. Let's see right now. I'm not seeing. They're one the category shortlist. now, right? So makeup no. and hairstyling. Oh, makeup and hairstyling is a category that got shortlisted, and everything, everywhere, all at once is not in. Okay, that. so then El- that's bad. Elvis then. is. Uh, sound the alarm, Clayton. You got me. Well, I'm, I'm just on saying. Your side, Nick. I you, don't like it. Are you now? You now think that is bad? I think that 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 is bad. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, we want this. Boy, oh boy. Oh, that's just makeup and hair. That's makeup and hair. It's not costuming. But costuming, I'm not sure if they're going to. I mean, is the is the hot dog fingers makeup? Is it costume? It's a fact. Or is no, it a fact? It's, it's not about the hot dog fingers. It's about the 18 different dresses that Michelle Yeoh is wearing in a single one second of film. So that that has not been shortlisted yet. I do think it's hard to settle this dispute. And I love having this kind of uh, uh, high-stakes dispute on our show because it shows – this is as, as important as sports. You know, the fact that we're arguing this loudly oh, yeah. shows that awards gambling also, we're arguing is as big as sports. About how uh, in first place we think the same movie is. Right, right. Because we all think right now it's kind of in first place. But, you know, that's the whole that's the whole point of all these precursors. But I did watch Banshees of Insurin, and we're going to talk about that later. Yeah, um, I feel like at, since seeing that movie, a lot of things have been crystallized. But I'm not gonna. Interesting. I'm not gonna tease it too hard. Well, that's you saw our movie. It a long the... time ago, you never knew a life without it. No, I mean at some point, but I was in a coma. For, I was in a coma for most of my time pre Banshees, and happily so. So most of my life is post having seen Banshees. Um, anything else that we glean from these shortlists? I mean, I'll, I'll say the only the only things I'll say is. It's good for Maverick, and it's another little nice shot in the arm for Avatar Way of Water as it opens. Mm -hmm. And just sticking on Avatar since we all did see it, I mean, it definitely should be our movie of the week at some point soon. But just first reactions, Nick, going to you first, Way of Water, does this feel like a contender in any categories, you know, a contender in Best Picture or Best Director coming out of your viewing of it? Hell no. Hell no. no. Okay. No, 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 not close. Not close. Okay. Because yeah. Cameron basically ran second when Avatar 1 was up for the Oscars in 2009 or 2010. He lost to his ex-wife. Uh, yeah. Uh, the and, shame and in that is will never. And stink will never leave us. And he probably he won't get a chance to to uh, to win a rematch because I don't think she has a movie this year. Mm -hmm. But you don't think Cameron is a is a contender at all for best director. So when you say he ran second mm -hmm. um, in that year in two thousand nine mm -hmm. when he lost to the Superior Hurt Locker, yep. Uh, you're saying the prognosticators. So yes, that. yes, yes. Well, I, but, they were. You know, I was never the given place, the tallies. That's the same place uh, Anthony Hopkins was in, right. second place. So they were both second place. Anthony Hopkins got first place. This guy could have gotten sixth place. We don't know. We don't know, but he was definitely the favorite, and he didn't win that first time. I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat. I don't think Cameron is someone to really put any money on mm -hmm. at this point, but I do think there's a good chance he sneaks in there and is one of the five nominees. I mean, now, Clayton, you saw Avatar Way of Water yesterday, yeah. having never seen the first Avatar, mm -hmm. and you're one of those classic cases where when the movie was over, you basically wanted to continue living in Pandora. You loved it. Yeah, I mean, I, what I will say is seeing it in 3D high frame rate, I mean, it definitely is such an experience that you can't get with other movies. 
And I think it was uh, like a great technical achievement. Mm-hmm. And like you, we could go into, we're not critics, huh? We could go huh. into story beats and all those things. Huh? But really what he made was something that was so immersive when you see it in the correct way. Mm-hmm. And do mm-hmm. I think he deserves best director nomination? Definitely. Will he get it? Probably not. Okay. But I think it's going to be a contender in the sense that the first movie got, I'm counting one, two, three, four, I believe nine nominations, right? Okay. And I feel like this is going to get a similar amount, maybe eight, because he won't get best director nomination, but it's going to get so many different nominations under the line Mm-hmm. That it is a contender. I mean, there's. It's not going to be one of those things where it has no chance because people are going to be talking about this movie for the next couple months. So yeah. it could get some momentum, but again, I don't think that Cameron is going to win. He got his with Titanic. I, I don't agree with it, but I think he probably will miss out on a nomination. All right. Well, this will be a movie I think is going to be our movie of the week sometime soon. It's a huge blockbuster. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to possibly end up being the biggest box office movie of the year, surpassing Maverick. We'll see. Um, I think yeah. Maverick has a better chance to win Best Picture than Avatar does. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't. I just. I hate. I just hate it. I like it. I makes my skin crawl when you guys say the words top. Gun, Maverick, Avatar, Way of Water. Well, they're all different movies. Yeah, when you yeah. say of, sometimes I think, are they talking about Banshees? But no, it was you, Way so of You're water. so swayed by like your feelings. And no, you can't I'm swayed be. by the fact that these movies don't win. They just don't win. They just mm-hmm. don't fucking win, and they're not going to win. They don't win Best Picture. They don't win Best Director. That's just a fact, and I don't consider them. Well, Cameron okay. won Best Director. For what movie? And, and Titanic. Titanic. And Titanic won Best Picture. That's not one of these movies. This movie is a fucking animated movie, and I do not know why it's not in that category. Oh, there's enough human people in this. The the Tarzan boy is a yeah, human he's the whole time. Human. He's never animated. Monkey Boy is like human. A, Spider is human. 3% of the movie is, is, is not animated. Spider doesn't Edie Falco. Yeah, he'll be. I mean, he'll be animated by Avatar Five for sure. Edie Falco is only in forty-five minutes to that movie, which is one percent of the total runtime. And then but the those dude, forty-five minutes are huge. The dude from Debs and uh, Hottie or Naughty is in it. He's one of the scientists. He's what in it. Um, what if lot. like ten minutes out of uh, out of uh, fucking Strange World? Right. It was just like uh, just shot just with live actors. It could be. Nobody's seen it, so it's possible. Yeah, we can't... None of us could confirm that... Well, a lot more people can confirm it than can confirm what goes on in the menu. I'll tell you that much. Wow. Menu is grossed more than Strange World, so... (laughs) <laughs> there can be it is yep that is how badly That's strange world has bombed tickets. That's not true Pat but it's too cl- it's very close It's yeah it's you just be, said the opposite on your podcast It's week. going to be possibly by the time this airs which will be 5 months from now the menu <laughs> will have outgrossed strange world at the domestic box office it's, it is, I'll tell you it's what it's already outgrossed audiences am I right I haven't seen it Okay Listen 
Neither of those movies are getting nominated, except Ray Fiennes maybe could sneak in with a best actor. Well, actions. he already got know, nominated for Golden Globes, so he's in our world. Yep, he's in it. So do we want to move on? I think we need to do an ad. I think Nick needs to do an ad read. Oh, sure. Well, I love doing ad reads, and I thank you uh, for reminding me because I love doing them. WinBet, that's daddy, is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Have you heard of that network, gentlemen? Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. All right. My favorite. That's positive. Two thumbs mm-hmm. up. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of way to win, ways to win, uh, including live betting and same-game parlays. Plus, for the hashtag Deegans only, which is a reference I don't understand fully, I think it might mean degenerates, like degenerate gamblers. Oh, did you? Oh, that's great. You got to, if you own it, then it can't be you. I've listened to enough of their podcasts that I know how it's pronounced. Yeah, it's probably a degenerates thing, and I yeah. think that's great. You own the phrase, it can't be used against you. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today to see to receive a special offer. I love the copy. I mean, someone out there, they got a genius, and they got to make copy for a living. What could they be doing? Bet 100, win 100. Limited to state availability. There's so much to choose from. All you got to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Pat, can we talk it, about somebody who is going to be nominated for an Oscar? Sure. Who? Who? Austin Butler, yes. who hosted SNL mm-hmm. last Saturday. Yeah. Saturday Night Live, because, listen, yeah. these degens, maybe they don't know what SNL it's stands Deegan's for. buddy. Come on. Get with the network. We're, you're already the only guy in New York. You're the only guy in the network with glasses. You're the only guy on the network that can pee straight out of his dick. Oh, yeah. No curvature, unlike everyone else at this network. Wait, I'm in New York. Yeah, but your dick's weird. It's true. It's very weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's a strange world down there. (laughs) What's on the menu? It's not on the menu. Not on a lot of ladies' (laughs) menus. Let's say that. Let's talk about somebody. You know who who... is? Austin Butler. He's on all the ladies' menus. He's gay. Okay, so I am... I don't know how to respond to that. Uh, I Why would you? <laughs> you're right. I shouldn't. I'm not going to. <laughs> so he did a monologue, mm-hmm. which is like a speech. His dick's like a monologue. <laughs> That's true. There is only one Full penis down there. Um, I think that- Not like your this, penis, which is kind of an L, this. Th- this monologue- went a, a long way for his chances because mm-hmm. he was funny, yep. he was sexy, he was yes. heartfelt. He talked mm-hmm. about his his mother who had passed away mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. choked up. So yep. he's going to get so many Testify. people. It, it, I, I He did a great job also on the show. That goes a long way. But the monologue showed you give this guy a trophy – He's going to stand up there and he's going to melt your heart and he's going to make your panties slash your boxers wet. 
That's what mm-hmm. this guy's going to do, and that's going to go a long way with Academy voters. Let me tell yep. you that. It's He's going to give you wet faces and wet lower places, and that makes a great, great speech. The guy is charming, and he's got a dead mom, which he used to great effect in the SNL monologue, and I'm sure he's going to use that dead mom to great effect if he wins a Golden Globe, if he wins a SAG, if he wins an Oscar – I think that dead mom is going to do a lot of work for him. He, and Yeah. He needs to yeah. ride that dead mom like Paul Dano did in mm. in Army. Harry Potter. Yeah. Sure. Swiss Army Man. In Swiss Army Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sans the farts because that's lowbrow. No, he ain't doing the farts. His dead mom is is staying dead and she's pure emotion. I agree. I think the SNL thing really helps his chances. It's the the equivalent of winning an award and giving a great speech. And he did all these different characters mm-hmm. and people loved him. And he sang a goodbye song to a cast member and, and just a lot of, a lot of quote unquote viral moments. Yo, I got a it. question. I'm sorry. I can't listen to this because I don't know anything. I, I need to yeah. ask a question. Okay. Uh, how many people were, uh, had lines in his monologue? How many people were yes. headlines? How many people had lines in oh. Austin Butler's monologue? It was truly a monologue because he was the only one no who had lines. Solo. In it. There were okay, no. That answers my question. There, this is impressive. There was no yep, questions were, from the audience, huh? If, like, the number no. of people directly correlates to, you know, how how much your star has has risen. Yep. As a performer, he, you know. He gave a get speech. Nancy it Kerrigan in there. You know, you need to ask some questions. Yep, exactly. This was not a Nancy Kerrigan situation. There weren't writers pretending to be audience members. Yes. There weren't cast members who came out and gave him, quote, unquote, advice on how to do SNL. There wasn't a drop-by walk-in from Jason Sudeikis or Fred Armisen or some other cast member who never wants to leave. It was pure Austin Butler him looking into that camera, telling America who I am and why I'm going to win the Academy Award. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think this was I think this was a, a big big step up for Austin Butler. And again, he's a guy to put some money on in these Best Actor uh, categories that you could bet in online. Which I let's mean, talk guys, about it, Pat. Yeah, let's talk about where you can bet, what you can bet on. Last time we got all hopped up because mm-hmm. BetUS added Golden Globes lines. Yep. But what else happened? Sadly, Bovada lost Academy Award lines. Ah, uh, so is there nowhere to bet on the Academy Awards? Nope, there is but because BetUS. BetUS has mm-hmm. come to the rescue yet again. And my God, the amount of things you can bet on with BetUS has exploded. Pat, you can bet on the Oscars. Oh. Pat? Yes? You can bet on the Critics' Choice Awards. Whoa! Clayton. What else? Yeah. Clayton, give me, an, give me something else you think we might be able to bet on. Oh, wow. Uh, go, did you already mention the Golden Globes? I didn't. Can we bet on the Golden Globes? We can bet on the Golden Globes. And uh, you know what? That's not it. Huh? What else? Huh? Oh, sorry. I want to get my own. Huh? Because you guys got yours. And I want to I wanna, I wanna go. Huh? Like, I don't okay. know. Right. I'm an old guy who doesn't know what you guys are talking about. Huh? Mm-hmm. Huh? They got the Independent Spirit Awards. Huh? Ha. Huh. 
Okay, so here, you know, because of course we're the experts. We're and the Golden people, Raspberry Awards, but those are stupid. No, well, don't obviously do not put a penny on the Golden Raspberry Awards. They're a terrible organization, and who knows who's going to win their BS awards. I would also say, though, I would not put any money on anything indie spirit related. I do feel like that one is just too all over the place to be worth putting any money. I mean, do you guys disagree? No, Are you going to no, put indie spirit money? I don't disagree because at that point, when that award show happens, like you don't need to scratch the itch. There's so many other award shows yeah. happening. It, it's, you're not even going to care. You need to let it guide you to bigger fish is what you do with mm -hmm. that. You watch it. You see who won, and you use that as knowledge to make better bets. I'm a BAFTA yes. guy. I'm putting it all on BAFTAs. I, 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 I would put some money on the BAFTAs because, I mean, those seem more likely to, to correlate with the Academy Awards than the yeah. Indie Spirits is just going to be such a shit show. Mm -hmm. But I'm, it'll be fun to watch. I wanted to possibly. talk a, a little a bit about uh, my best actor, uh, my best actor um, math that I've been doing. Pat, I told you about this last week over text, possibly. Okay. But uh, you know, I'm hot on Bill Nye. Sure, I've got a lot of money riding on him, over six hundred dollars as it stands. Okay. Not that I put on it, but that I stand to win. Right, right, right. Uh, and I was I was looking at past best actor winners, mm -hmm. and currently I would say in the last twelve fifteen years we are on a pattern of either every two every uh, other year or uh, every third year. Um, there is a British best actor Oscar winner, mm. and okay. uh, we are on a uh, a year I believe is a best uh, is a British year. Okay, because last year was a not Will Smith is not British, right? And the year before and he that, won last year it was Anthony Hopkins, and then three years mm -hmm. before that was the last British winner. Okay, so I think it's this year, which okay. would uh, which would mean that uh, the front runners in that theory are Colin Farrell and Bill Knight. Uh, now, I, I, I've already I love said where that you're going. Banshees is a sequel, mm -hmm. so I don't think it's as eligible as. Bill Nye. Mm -hmm. uh, Bill Nye wins. So just one clarifying thing. In yeah. this math of yours, mm -hmm. we're counting Irish as British because Colin Farrell is Irish. But I agree, Irish is British. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's not, not even the disqualifying thing, but th that adds to it. Sure, I'm putting that in the theory. I, I think that counts because I think British is a... Possibly a catch-all. Yeah, like for... even Jeffrey Rush is British, I think. Yes, Jeffrey Rush is Australian, but he's British, 100%. Yeah, yeah. He's British. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I think most people... If you have a, an accent, but you speak perfect English, you're British. You're British. You're British, yes. So Kate yes. Winslet is British, right? Well, she is British. Is she really British? She's... Yes, she's really British. Okay. She's right? the most British, but, but also Nicole Kidman is British. She's British, but also, yeah. Um, I I do think Irish and uh, Scottish is British, possibly. Well, they're UK. The larger, yeah, Scottish Great, people Great I don't think want to be called British. Look, I'm not going house to house here. 
I'm just mm-hmm. saying what won't get me hit in the pub. Right, right. Which you're always at. My pub mates listen to this program. Do they? How do they find it? Um, yeah, there's a guy with a mule who goes house to house playing it on the back of the mule. Oh, cool. Yeah, they live in Van Nuys. Um, yeah, so I think Colin Farrell being British for the purpose of Academy Award consideration does keep him in there as one of the big favorites. So do you do you really think Bill Nye for Living, a movie that has not really come out yet, and when it does come out, no one will see it. Is is he a legit contender? I mean, because I do look, think he's probably think running people, fourth. I think people look at the current slate mm-hmm. and they think this is absolutely disgusting. I know okay. that Colin Farrell took ecstasy in the early aughts. I know mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. he cheated on his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And he had sex with so many beautiful women. Oh, he did yep. a bunch of drugs and he had sex. And then in the mornings, he would go to his uh, film shoots. And then he would win awards. Yes. What a great life. And I don't think people uh, like that. They don't like that. You don't think that's aspirational. But- no, and Bill Nye, he's so Christmas. He's recognizable in this season. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. People, people are voting for Christmas. And they're like, guess who really loves Christmas? Uh, it's Bill Nye. Yeah. But Christmas ends way before the... Oscar voting begins mm-hmm. is the problem. I do think if Christmas Christmas ran all the way through the end of February, it could definitely help Bill Nye there. I mean, the question but, becomes, is he the sort of beloved, we want to coronate this man before he kicks it, sort of guy like a Christopher Plummer? I mean, is is he in that bucket? And I would say no. I mm-hmm. don't think he had, I mean, he may be a, a nice guy. I don't know him. He may be well-liked on sets, but he doesn't seem to have the cultural sort of, this is a guy that we want to see get an award before he dies. I just don't, I don't see him as that. I, I mean, and the Academy has a very diverse now group that are, or more diverse group that are are voting. They're more uh, uh, Europe, they're more British, let's say, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a possibility that they, I mean, when you go Hopkins over somebody like uh, Bo- Bozeman, like they did, I mean, that shows something. Bozeman's a very American guy. And so, although Hopkins is a, I mean, he's a, he's looked at one of the best actors ever. So I don't think Bill mm-hmm. Nye's in that conversation. That's where he would win. And I just, I don't see it. I think mm-hmm. Bill Nye is in the Richard E. Grant mm. category of actors Boom. where Richard E. Grant got that nom, nom, nom for the Melissa McCarthy, Can You Ever Forgive Me? And the nomination was the win. You know, it's basically allowed him to go to all the parties, yep. to get his photo taken with big, big stars, you know, to get all the free dinners you get when you get an Oscar nom, nom, nom. So I think that'll be Bill Nye's reward. He'll get the nom, nom, nom. He'll get the free dinners. He'll get all the photos. But I don't think he is a serious contender to win. So someone in that best actor race that we've talked about a lot, I think we should touch on quickly. The whale continues to expand wide, and it's not getting great critical reviews, and it's getting some more. I think now as people see it, we're seeing some backlash to it, Mm -hmm. specifically on the 
way it treats heavier people. Is that the is that the term? Yeah. Heavy heavier people. Mm-hmm. And a, a true uh, voting body, a true giant caucus in the world. Okay. Well, let's 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 because of course we only care about any of this in terms of how it affects Academy Award chances. Does the sort of anti-heavy people bent of the whale matter at all? No. Nick, you seem to think that as a heavy a person, huge... I feel mm-hmm. like I can uh, I can talk about this. And uh, heavy people do not identify that way. That is not a category people want to put themselves in. The people okay. that identify as fat and are champions of the cause and are vocal about it uh, are public personalities that use that for. Uh, it's the way they make their living. Okay. Um, you told me some names of some people who had come out against the movie, uh, and these people frequently do this for that cause. I am fans of these people, but they get irate anytime the subject is brought up, and you can't ever get it right. But I do not feel like there's a giant group of people. It's not like, uh, you know, like a race of people. It's not mm-hmm. um, like... Uh, I don't know, um, karate fans. I don't know. People love karate. It's something you actively love. Nobody loves being fat unless you get Twitter followers from saying it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And do you think that that is a a big part of the Academy Award voting block? Probably not. Is what? Is is the Nah, they had to have gotten cast a few times. Okay, so then you basically that part of the backlash we all kind of think will not really be what affects the whale or Brendan Fraser in the awards race. It's not my concern, but I, I didn't hear um, these incendiary remarks. Is are there any highlights? Is there anything I should hear? There's there's something highlighted from a Polygon article, and and I'm looking at a CNN article we could throw in the show notes that sort of sums up. A lot of this backlash and quote. You know, Aronofsky I have, I have up, one. Oh, sorry. I was going to yeah, vamp, but you got there. I, I got the quote. Aronofsky, okay. there's a quote. Aronofsky turns up the Foley audio whenever Charlie is eating mm-hmm. to emphasize the wet sound of lips smacking together. He plays ominous music under these sequences. So we know Charlie's doing something very bad indeed. Uh, in case viewers still don't get that they're supposed to find him disgusting. He recites an essay about Moby Dick and how... A whale is a poor, big animal with no feelings. So that is a quote from a Polygon article. And, you know, take that with a great – or take that as you will. And, and I will say, Pat, looking back at these shortlist for best sound, the whale is not on it. Okay. So at the least we know that the sound engineers and experts who who uh, shortlist in that category, they didn't love the lip-smacking and the sounds, the sounds of sandwich eating, and the sounds of chicken eating, and vomiting, that make up, and the vomiting. They didn't love the vomiting sounds in the whale, and the walking through the apartment. I mean, mm-hmm. th- those were also sounds. I mean, that's the thing is like, I don't know if they made a moral judgment there, or they just made a technical judgment that they did not like the those sounds and think that they were good. So. That's not good for the whale, right? Yeah, and it's not good for Brendan Fraser because yeah, what are you supposed whale- to do? You're just supposed to have uh, what? What are you supposed to do? 
such an opening question. Six hundred plus pounds. Oh, what do you? Is that not a big part of his life? Uh, oh, is it to like make the sound? Should of his he keep footsteps? eating and die next week? Well, I mean, here's the the question with this. Really, is like, uh, is this helpful for Brendan Fraser's chances? And I would say no. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. anytime there's any sort of like, this is a bad, morally reprehensible film, that's that's usually bad for a Oscar. I mean, yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know, movies like Green Book, Crash, things like that, I mean, they still succeed despite people saying that they don't like it. And but those were all those are both like crowd pleasers. And this is not a crowd pleaser. So I think that's where where the people enjoying a movie comes into it, even though we say when you when you do your pool and stuff, you shouldn't worry about that. It's about what the the, the voting body thinks. And I think the vote the voting body is probably either disturbed, disgusted, or scandalized by this movie in a not in a good way. So I You're- yeah. Yeah. Here's what I'll say about how the backlash could affect Brendan Fraser is that Brendan Fraser is going to be trying to win partly based on his comeback, but partly based on he is portraying a person of a community. And if that community in real life is out there saying we don't like the way he did it, it puts him on the defensive mm-hmm. on the campaign trail. You know, you if you're him, you don't want to be in a position where he's got to make these speeches apologizing for the performance. So if that happens, then I think he's toast. And I think toast is not the food that Brendan Fraser wants for the whale. He does not want to be toast. Um, Okay, great. Real quick, uh, just because uh, we got to talk a little bit about the gambling. Um, Mm -hmm. I just want to run through what the lines are for some of these other um, categories. Go for uh, it. For, or some of these other award shows that have just popped up on BetUS. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Academy Awards, uh, they've actually added some categories, um, but nothing, just the supporting actor and actress categories mm-hmm. are now on BetUS. And um, Kiwi Kwan, yes, running away. Um, and the... The best supporting actress category, we no one's even begun to think about it. It's clear from the money lines. There's no favorite, and uh, there's a lot to to figure out. So this but, is a uh, good time to bet, though, Nick. So what are a, some of the juicy is a good bets? Time to bet. Yeah, why don't we get into it? Well, um, I'll throw out who I think because I, I was looking at this before, and I got a juicy one that I'm gonna the second we we stop this recording i'm putting some money on this okay i think i know what you're talking about and supporting you're talking actress. about jamie curtis jamie lee curtis yep. for yep. best supporting actor and she's currently at plus 450 oh. but i think in our minds she's in first place yes this is to me the juiciest bet that is up there right now for her to be plus 450 and i do think so you got carrie condon from banshees is at plus 150 and to me right now, those are the only two that I could see winning mm-hmm. is Carrie Condon from Banshees or Jamie Lee Curtis from Everything Everywhere All at Once. And I think with Jamie Lee Curtis, it's really going to be about her speeches oh. and how she handles the press tour because she could either be very 
quirky and charming or she could kind of screw herself and that's remains to be seen uh, well, i uh, i mean i think the charm offensive will be very powerful here i mean she's a legacy mm-hmm. you know she's a she's a nepo baby as they will and nepo babies are hot right now but i don't think there's going to be backlash there because her 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 mother was is is i mean has been dead for so long so long but I think she's a person that you're going to want to talk to at a party. Yep, 100%. She's going to have the stories. So, guys, I mean, do you do you think she is plus 450? Is that someone either of you are looking to put some money on? I on would Bet definitely US. put some money on that. Yeah, yeah I'm going to put some money uh, uh, on that. Uh, Clayton, have you made bets? I have not made any bets, but I definitely would put money on that. All right. And it's... That's going to change very soon. So a little teaser for the next episode of this podcast Noise. is Clayton making some bets. That's going to be huge. Any Anyone else in that? Here's one other person I'm going to throw out there in that supporting actress category uh, that I might put a couple of uh, bitty coins on is... Dolly De Leon from the film Triangle of Sadness is currently at plus 1,000. And she's not a guarantee to even be nominated, but she is someone who I think if she's in there could be very dangerous. You know, she, I've seen this film. She has got a real star part as a supporting actress. And she's, you know, first her biggest movie, but you know, that she's someone who people haven't seen before, but I really think that that is someone worth putting a couple of bucks on because, Plus 1,000, it's tasty, and I think she's a definitely a Cinderella story that could happen. Well, yeah, we just I'm have to see it. how strong Triangle's actually going to be with the Academy. And right mm-hmm. now, that's so up in the air. It's very up in the air. But I, I, think, I think those might be the two bets I'm going to make when we get off the air here, is I'm going to put some money on that supporting actress category because the – Favorites definitely have not coalesced yet. Mm-hmm. That's when you want to get in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you want to do some betting on the Critics' Choice Awards, just uh, quickly, they have uh, Martin McDonough um, in first place for screenplay. That's just an easy one for one. Um, mm-hmm. But no, that's tied with uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. It's just I hadn't seen any screenplay lines yet, mm-hmm. so I wanted to mention it. Um, and then everyone else is way far behind. Uh, Todd Field mm-hmm. and Steven Spielberg are at plus 800. Uh, what do you guys think of that? Are these the, the two for original screenplay, period? Probably. I mean, Todd Field. That's a little could. juicy. That's a little juicy. Is Todd but Field I, juicy? He is. A little juicy. He is a little juicy, but here's why I think he doesn't really have much God, of a I chance. It's because of the ambiguity of that script. Mm-hmm. I do think people will not respond as well to that, even though I love it and I think he deserves it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think that he probably is not going to win. He'll get a nom, 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 of course, but I don't think he's going to win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Critics' Choice, I mean, the thing is Critics' Choice, critics love Tar. Mm-hmm. You know, of all the groups that are going to love Tar, the critics love it the most. So he could win. I- I'm still not sure if I'd advise putting valuable bitcoin on that 
Yeah, category. when there's so many other things to bet on, like we were talking about with the best supporting, I mean, those are more, they, they feel more concrete For sure. than something like that. And anything that looks especially juicy to you, Nick, anything that if you bid into this bet, it'd be all over your chin. Yeah, well, that Taylor Swift bet I was talking about last time that was plus 800, it moved to 1,200. So I put money on it when it was 1,200. Because I just couldn't not. Um, Mm -hmm. I thought that looked pretty juicy. Um, uh, I think um, it's so funny because, you know, I was talking about how anyone I know won't win. But then I was thinking, like, uh, Janelle James for Abbott Elementary is plus 800 for uh, Best Supporting Actress in a Television Series for Abbott. Um, Wait, we're talking TV now? Huh? We're talking TV now? Yeah. I'm her landlord. What do you want? She's, uh, we, we talked about her last time. I'm just saying plus 800. I like it. I, I, I might throw some money on it. I mean, they do let you put money on TV awards. So they do. Wow. So uh, I, I don't know if I could get that low to bet on TV. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Next, next bet- we're going to be promoting betting on the Webbies at this rate. The um, we haven't really talked the best lead actress. Um, I, I I know that um, that's not a category where there's any diversity, none, zero. It's only well, the whitest women you can fucking think of. There's uh, three Michelle Francis Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh. There's a cup. Yes, Michelle Yeoh is in consideration. I'm saying the winners. Hmm. Um, there hasn't been uh, oh. a winner of color since um, the uh, the exquisite Halle Berry got uh, rape kissed on stage. Wow, there Adrian has not Can been that be true? the youngest male actor, best male actor winner of all time, by the way, Adrian Brody that year. Wow, that is true. And when there is diversity in that category, it's because like Brie Larson won. It's not because it's not the whitest white woman that ever whited. And mm. there is just zero diversity there. And right now, Kate Blanchett is a big favorite for the Academy Awards and not a big favorite for a bunch of other awards. Mm. Um, but I just wanted to mention that. And she is British. She's British. She's British. Yeah. She's 100% yeah. British. Guys, let's get into our movie of the week, and then we got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh- all right. Our movie of Banshees. the week. Banshees of Inisherin. Yeah. Banshees of Inisherin. And yeah. uh, on HBO Max, streaming now, has uh, two big, big player performances. Uh, Colin Farrell as the lead and Brendan Gleeson as best supporting actor. That's how that shook out. Mm-hmm. Shooked out. Um, Colin Farrell playing a, uh, a Joey from Friends if he sincerely didn't get it and just played it real. Um, And uh, Martin McDonough is the director who also made uh, the movie In Bruges with the same actors. Mm -hmm. Um, Which which Colin Farrell Farrell won a Golden Globe Award for In Bruges. He won Best Actor in a Comedy. Well, that's not... Good news for him winning two. Has anyone ever won two for the same so, type of role? Even though Jim it's not Carrey, the same type of role at all. 
Jim Carrey back in the day won a couple of those and did not get Oscar nom nom noms for them. He won the Truman Show. He won, I think, Eternal Sunshine and then did not get Oscar nom nom noms. But the weird, different case here, Colin Farrell is obviously getting the Oscar nom 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 for mm-hmm. this movie. And, you know, I think when you talked about the actors from Banshees and awards chances, I think this is a four-person movie because Gary Condon and the weird kid mm-hmm. from uh, the Deer movie, Joker. Yep, yes, and he's he's the new, the new Joker. Joker. Um, and his name is is it Barry Keegan? Yes, mm-hmm. Barry Keegan. He he. This looks like this Banshees is going to be a movie that gets two supporting actor nom nom noms. Uh, I think that's very very possible. Yeah, um, I don't. Think they're he both has just that big of a role. He had one. he has a big emotional scene, you know, the scene when he uh, uh, talks to the sister by the river. And I don't know, do we do spoilers on this show? Are we expecting I, everyone? I, to I maybe in the very. I mean, this is the end of the show. There's nothing else after this that's helpful. If you haven't watched this, go watch it. I think we can spoil. We're at the end, and we tell everyone the week before what movie we're doing, and it's. Every well, movie is available to watch streaming. But Pat, I would spoilers. say you can say it's just an emotional scene, and you don't have to give specifics. Sure, I, there's no reason but to I'll give say specifics. spoiler alert just in case, okay. just to save our asses. You know, the, the, it's all it's all boilerplate, so the lawyers are well protected. So yeah. spoiler alert. But he has an emotional scene with Carrie Condon, and I think he's he's got an Oscar clip. You he, know, that's, that's the big. thing Barry Keegan has going for him. He's got a, a scene that's already uh, a trending on Twitter because his movie's on HBO Max. So he's got a big scene. You know, this is a here's a thing I'll throw out there. There is a world in which Barry Keegan gets the nom 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 and Brendan Gleeson doesn't. Oh, I'm throwing that out there. You know, but come on, we're talking this movie. We've all seen it. Nick, do you love? This movie, just I know we're not critics, huh? Huh? But yeah. what did you what, did you like this movie? Did yeah, you love it? Did you hate it? Uh, I I don't know if I loved it. I think that there were elements that put me off at the beginning. Okay. Um, you know, it's like Colin Farrell. We've seen him in so many Yorgos Yorgos Lanthimos roles, mm-hmm. and he's got like uh, he does like the Yorgos in those. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to. And that's what you do in a Yorgos. And we appreciate it because those movies rule. Mm-hmm. But um, in this, when he starts, it just kind of seemed like he was doing a thing. He was doing, like, comedy Colin Farrell. Okay. And, you know, like the way that George Clooney does comedy George Clooney. Ooh, that's oh, damning. That is that's damning. damning. Oh, my God. Well, it is wow. damning. Wow. I, I mean, that's what it evoked. It evoked Coen Brothers. Oh. Uh, George Clooney. Oh, Nick going oh. hard. Oh, comedy. Uh, George Clooney oh. is so muggy, so <laughs> big. Where's my so bucket? Vile. Where's my bucket? Ugh. Oh, um, and so that's like the first thing that's off-putting, and you know the things that happen in the movie—they are um, fantastical, and uh, you know conclusions are met that you you, you would be. Hard pressed to see a, an equivalent in real life. Wow. So, Nick, would you put his comedy at the level of Robert Downey Jr. presenting an award? Is it that bad? You know what's also bad is 
it's just Martin McDonough writing this character. He just, he's so mean to the character. The character says so many, like, stupid, like, hacky stand-up bits. Mm. And they are delivered with such earnestness by this guy desperately trying to win an Oscar. Mm. And it's so weird, because it really is. It's like lines for Joey. That's what I kept thinking. I was just like, if, uh, you know how, like, in in Friends, you know, they're like, uh, Joey's like, huh? And everyone's like, uh, wait for it. And he's like, oh, because he's yeah. just dumber and it takes him longer. Right. But it was like this movie, it's like, wait for it. And then Joey's like, what? Mm-hmm. Forever. So, so do you think that Matt LeBlanc could have done a better job in this part than Colin Farrell? Or oh, do you man. think we it- moved this to like a sleepy uh, New England town? Yeah. Wow. Seaside Town, I, I I see him in this character. And honestly, I think this could be the comeback that Matt LeBlanc needs if they do uh, a Banshees of Manchester. Like an American remake. Yeah, yeah. to combine Manchester by the Sea and Banshees of Manchester. So, I mean, so Nick, Hollywood get on it. I mean, I think you've already said by saying it's George Clooney doing comedy, but do you think that now this lowers Colin Farrell's stock. I will say that although that that was my initial reaction, obviously it's a good performance and in and it's not that bad. It's not George Clooney doing Cohen. I okay. just okay. 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 It's okay. just okay. not it's it's not the performance I thought uh because there's been a lot of build up because so much has happened already and I had not seen this movie. Okay. And so he's a fucking front runner. Right. So you just ex- you expected more when you hear this guy's probably going to win. Yeah. You're thinking, you know, I expected uh, more. And also Brendan Gleeson like Brendan Gleeson's temperature isn't raised enough to get a a a, 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 a to win an Oscar. He, here's what I mean that does go to why I'm saying Barry Keegan could end up getting it's, the nomination uh, uh, and Brendan Pat, Gleeson it's, gets it's, frozen out. It's Barry Keoghan. Bar- uh, do you know, are, you, are you sure of that? Uh, There's an O instead of an E. Right. It's no, not like I know, but Matt Groening is an OE, and and yeah. I, I just didn't know if you knew it, if you because you'd heard it. I've I've heard it. Uh, uh, listen, we might both be wrong. I don't think it's Keegan because I. It's I, more like uh, Barry Keoghan. I think it. I think that's what it is. I think Nick nailed okay. it. Okay. So I think Barry Keoghan is maybe going to get the nom nom nom, and Gleason doesn't because Barry. I'll just call him Barry. Just call him Barry. So we avoid this. Well, buddy, of just what if we could bet on that? Uh, That's that's I love I love this I love this bet. If we could bet that, I put some Bitcoin on it because I do think I'm right. But I do think Barry. You're right. Brendan Gleason doesn't necessarily have the big explosive scene. You know, his performance is very reserved. It's a great performance. Yeah, his temperature but, gets raised at one point. Oh, spoiler alert. But yeah, Barry has the he has the clip in a way that I'm not sure if Brendan has the clip. So, yeah. we could be looking at a, at a surprise nomination there. What do we think of Kerry Condon? who plays Colin Farrell's sister, who is not someone I'd really been familiar with, but I guess she's on Better Call Saul. Clayton, that's a big show for you. Not that we talk TV, but you've seen her on that show. Yeah, I mean, uh, she didn't stand out to me in any way. She is a very nominal character in that. 
universe. So mm-hmm. she, to me, doesn't stand out for that. So, I mean, all I have is what she's done in this film. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's in this best film. known for Rome a million okay. years ago. Which I'm sure has been yanked off of HBO by the CEO David Zasloff. I'm sure he's. It's got. Rome. If, if it's might, it well, might sure, be just Greek. in a deep, deep dark corner somewhere that he's trying to get to it. It's it's hiding right now, but it will get yanked. Nick, do you think? She, what did you think of her performance? Well, I liked. It I a loved lot her in, in John movie. from Cincinnati. I'll tell you that much. Well, we all did. Um, That's how we all met. I John thought her Cincinnati performance was uh, inconsequential. Okay. Okay. I mean, so, I didn't realize that she was even in consideration until now. Huh. It never occurred to me while I was watching the movie that she was doing a remarkable job. I think that Jamie Lee Curtis, you know how excited I was? I, I turned to Lyra while we were watching Everything Everywhere All at Once, and I said, Jamie Lee Curtis goes ugly one role and then immediately gets nominated for an Oscar. I and mean, that's what you got to do. That's like I, that. I, I you can think to go ugly, it. so yeah. I'm not going to win. No, of course you don't. You know, no. that's why you got that hat. Um, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I liked her more than you did. I do think this is a, one of those cases of seeing something in the theater versus at home. I think the Colin Farrell performance plays really well in a movie theater, which is why I saw it. And I do think her performance plays really well because she gets a lot of scenes opposite Colin Farrell and their stuff really plays well with a crowd. So, you know, that it's it's all in the stew, obviously. Uh, the voters are going to be seeing yeah. it in a mix of ways. You know, but I think if you get Banshees in front of more screenings for these voters, both of them Oh, and it will. Shot. I mean, it's a movie that everyone knows, okay, I got to see that one. But I do think Carrie Condon is going to get a little goodwill from people who mm-hmm. think she's Carrie Coon because I thought that before... And the movie started. It it never hurts to have people think you're other people because yeah, and condom like makes you and, think and of ev- sex. Yeah, but it also people don't like know, condoms. They don't, don't con- like condone it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she's got a lot going for her and against her based on that name and and not being that well known. If something isn't doesn't um uh like upset someone on like a religious level i don't think it matters mm-hmm. like it when like we were talking about the whale before like mm-hmm. when fat people get upset it just doesn't matter because there's no one there's no one weekly like trying to rile them up about it mm-hmm. 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 so if he was like fat and then like ate across i think he would what? have no chance yeah, I, he did eat we don't several. Need to go back to that. It's we've been over he, an hour. He ate several butterfingers in a row, but I don't think he ever held them up in the sign of a cross. So he's probably okay there. Um, um, okay, whoo! All right, guys, that is our show. Yeah. Is there anything left to say, guys? Do you have anything? Oh, next week's movie. Um, I was going to say uh, let's make it uh, glass onion and knives out mystery because that is coming out today, the day this yes. episode drops. Um, but you had said something earlier. Also, we have not done uh, Ma- Maverick, Top Gun. But uh, um, we can do Maverick when it drops. I mean, it's also going to drop around Christmas. On, so 
Isn't hasn't that been out? It's on HBO not streaming. For a month? It's not streaming for quote unquote free yet. It's still PVOD. It's coming to Paramount yeah. Plus. Is that right? Over oh, Christmas. Okay. okay. It will so come out after Glass Onion. So let's do Glass Onion. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And then is there something like that we all plan on seeing over Christmas? Um, I, I think Babylon is something that I would like to mm-hmm. take my family to go see. Hollywood Babylon is Lyra's literal favorite book. And uh, she's sure she's going Kenneth to Kenneth Anger, right? That uh, author? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay. It's not my favorite book. Yeah. So, yeah, my favorite I think book Babylon's is a cat and a hat. Mm. Starring a, good a cat. One. I think Babylon is a good one to do in a few weeks. But, yes, next episode, let's do Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. It's going to be it, the biggest thing on Netflix. Okay, Everyone's going to watch sure. with their family over Christmas. For let's sure. do it. Yeah. Okay, it will be the biggest news. You're right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, thank you so much. Check out the patreon.com slash get rich Nick um, for early drops, video, better information. That's the show to show me the money. I'm Nick the Father. I'm Pat the Hat, half of the BO Boys. I'm Clayton Speech Kings Gumbert, also check out BO the, Boy. Check out the BO Boys wherever you get your podcasts. Tell people about this show. Thanks for listening. And I'm sorry, but you got to get on BetUS. We'll see you next week. Bye.